You're listening to the Early Edition Podcast with Kate Hawksby from Newstalk ZB. Well, as I tried, tried to wade through Auckland traffic yesterday on a very simple 15-minute journey, which took three times that long, of course, I asked myself, why do I live in Auckland? And I asked myself the same question again when I later that day saw the Herald headline, Auckland residents violently attacked on street by large mob. And a resident was quoted in that story saying she's actually from the Middle East and would rather be in her country than have to deal with all this violence. You know, the problem is I love Auckland. I love it because I'm a born and bred Aucklander. And I think there's something about where you come from that just always tugs at your heartstrings and pulls you back in. You know, it's like a it's like a bad ex-boyfriend that you take back one too many times. You know, you forgive all the bad stuff, you forget all that, and you only remember the good things until you're reminded again of why you broke up in the first place. My point is, I want to love Auckland, but I'm running out of puff. And it doesn't help that my southern-born husband increasingly feels the pull back to his hometown of Christchurch and is running a relentless daily campaign trying to convince us all to move south, showing us beautiful houses at half the price, wider streets, tree-lined avenues, traffic that moves, CBD that functions. It is tempting. The traffic has gotten worse everywhere, I'm sure, but in Auckland it truly is diabolical. And that's before a truck on fire shuts the motorway for seven hours and planes get cancelled because pilots are stuck in traffic, as happened yesterday. It's the poor design of the roads and the the attack on cars, i.e. there's no room for them anymore. It's the infill housing and the ugly developments getting thrown up cheaply and randomly all over the place. The fear that the old villa with the lovely garden next to you could be bowled over any minute for a three-by-three up-and-down Kainga or a development or an apartment block. It's the surge in crime. The gangs, the reprobates, the grifters, the bored and unemployed looking for trouble. The pepper-potting of emergency housing that's infiltrating once family-heavy suburban oases. The graffiti turning up all over the place. The price of housing. The boarded up shops of business owners who've gone bust. The number of empty shops with four lease signs. The time lost in gridlock traffic. The lack of functioning public transport. Any Aucklander listening to this will know the drill. A floundering CBD trying to find an identity again. I mean, these are the things that make me sad about the city I've always loved. Maybe it's just part of getting old, but I mean, I look back on my uni days when walking around the city was no big deal. Even at night, when public transport worked, roads functioned, the CBD was thriving, people were lighter of foot. You know, these days people are harried and stressed, probably exhausted from commuting, probably exhausted from trying to find a decent coffee at a cafe that's still open and thriving and actually has a barista, got some staff. I used to get defensive about people taking pot shots at Auckland, but now I get it. They're right. It's the city that's sort of eaten itself, you know, too big for its boots and not enough infrastructure or can-do attitude to cope. And I'm just not sure that it can be fixed or changed. So what to do? Leave the only city you've ever known and start again somewhere else? Or pray for the best that our biggest city can turn itself around and be great again? And if it's the latter, how long do you wait? For more from Early Edition with Kate Hawksby, listen live to News Talk ZB from 5am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.